Hey everybody, welcome to Squad Pod Sports, where we bring you our latest thoughts on the latest games and news around the sports world, uh, brought to you by the Sideline Sports Network. Um, before we get into everything, make sure to like and subscribe right off the bat. Please. Make sure it happens. We we really appreciate it. Um, we got a lot to talk about, a lot of NBA playoffs still happening, a lot of games going on, a lot of teams eliminated since mm. the last time we've talked. Oh. Um so, I mean, we'll be talking about that. Some other NBA news as well. There's a decent amount of news. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, some NFL stuff has been going on. The big Julio trade finally happened. Bad week. Bad week. <laughs> Bad week for you. Um, and then, of course, we'll talk about the NHL playoffs a little bit because um, they're still going on. And then the bias bubble and crazy sports stat back to the podcast. Um, right off the gate, right off the bat, man, we'll talk about it. We'll get it out. The Lakers get it, out the way. get it out the way. The Lakers unfortunately did not make it. They did not. Uh, they did and not make. It. I will elaborate a little bit more in the bias bubble, but they lost four to two to Phoenix. Couldn't get past that game six, and that was even in LA. I thought maybe that would help us, you know, get past, but yeah, couldn't do it. it wasn't I mean, enough. it didn't help that. I mean, AD just he couldn't do it, man. He was he in too much pain. He shouldn't have even been out there in the first place. But I yeah. respect him for at least trying. You know, for sure, for sure. But, yeah, I mean. Devin Booker, man. It sucks, man. Yeah, I mean, and they continued that run. So it, it just shows you that it wasn't just against the Lakers. He's, this team is a real deal. Right. I mean, number two seed, you did call them. You did call for them to be the number one seed. Even By one game. By one short. game it happened. But, yeah. I just thought the Lakers could take them, but not, not as injury riddled as they were, you know. Yeah. And then, like, uh, Atlanta knocked off the Knicks mm -hmm. here. Um, the Mavs, man, the Mavs and the Clippers went to game seven. Mavs held it down for that first half, but man, they just, Luca, he doesn't have any help. It's exactly. One man, one man one, out here doing his own thing. As soon as the Lakers lost, I'm like, okay, I want Dallas, you know, Dallas out of the West, and then they lost. So I was kind of hoping just, they would get out of the West. I want to see the Clippers lose at this point. That's all I care about. I just want to yeah. see the Clippers lose. Yeah, and I mean, apparently Przingis came out. Or, like, the rumor report has come out that he's frustrated, um, that he's, like, an afterthought in the franchise, and he's right. not the co-star. And it's just, like, he's not even there. Like, he's either hurt and not playing, or whenever he is playing, he's, like, he's not He is doing, an afterthought. Yeah, he's not being what he can be, you know right. what I mean? So it's like, hey, man, you got to help yourself in that situation. Exactly. That's not really, like, anybody's control except your own type and of thing. Like all those memes about him getting the... Uh, pandemic p like name handed <laughs> yeah. to him like, that's, like it's been great from paul but, george yeah, to him why he has shown up when he's he needed to like these superstar. past two games yeah just like a superstar um and then of course the trailblazers got unfortunately damian yep. lillard was like missing everything at the end of the game he couldn't but he was he was the only one that was even doing anything in the first place you know so yeah i wish I the mean, best for it man a lot of news kind of swirling around like a couple days afterwards as well. I mean, the Blazers uh, got rid of Terry Stotts um, yeah, after nine seasons. Um, apparently, the rumor saying that, I mean, Lillard won teammate of the year this year. Right. I mean, I mean, and they get eliminated. But apparently, they're saying that he's going to wait and see what the Blazers do 
this off season to see like what he wants to do going forward. Like uh, that's the rumor. So I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I also saw they were saying something about he's not making any demands as far as like coaching or anything like that. So yeah. And I saw that, like, uh, apparently, like, I saw something about, like, he he was interested in Jason Kidd, and then Jason Kidd came out and said, like, sorry, I don't have any interest in coaching the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> apparently, he's, like, in the lead running for the Celtics job, though, as of right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but who knows what's going to happen with Dame, man. I mean, if he can get traded out of there, that's scary to think about. Like, where's he going to go? The only way he comes to the Lakers is if we give up AD, so there's no way that I see him ever landing on the Lakers, at least like while we have AD and LeBron, so I know yeah. we're, we're out of the running for him at least. And with us giving Zach a contract, a max contract probably, and then like Vooch on there as well, I don't know if we're going to be able to take on that huge deal that Lillard has if we tried trading for him too. Right. I think they said by the time it's like 2025 when his contract's running out, he's making yeah. like 45 million a year, something like yeah. that. Like, he gonna go to somewhere like the Knicks or someone like somewhere that doesn't really have like a, another superstar that maybe, like all that money some on the books. Maybe a Phoenix or something like that. You know. Oh yeah, because I mean, I did have that bit of news on here. Um, apparently, there was I don't know where these sources. I mean, this was from Bleacher Report, so it is. <laughs> it has some sort of credibility to it um but apparently cp3 intended to decline his 44 mil option right um and he is looking for a more multi-year up to 100 mil for three seasons damn yeah who but from who no one knows i guess whoever's the highest bidder at not i guess phoenix. <laughs> not phoenix I don't, I don't see him staying there with that like not with unless they win Unless they, like, win a championship, maybe he'll, like, change his mind. But, yeah, I don't know who's going to pay that much for, like, an extended period of time for CP3. I mean, he's a great player, but he's also up there in age, man. Exactly. Like, $100 million. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, um, in other news, we do have our MVP of the season. They announced that today. Uh, Nikola Jojic. Congratulations, man. He earned it. Uh, I know there was a lot of, like, people saying Embiid, a lot of people saying, like, Steph, you know. I I know we did our MVP race or MVP race at the end of the season there, but, like, Jokic earned it all year long. Yeah. Like, all year. So, yeah. 100% well-deserved. I like, Did you see the video where Adam Silver kind of interrupted their practice? To yeah, that was really cool. Right. It was pretty cool to see that. Um, and they actually came out with, like, the first place votes. I don't know if you saw that. Um, Jojic had 91 votes for MVP. The s in second was Steph Curry with five. Ooh, man. Okay, so a <laughs> couple people. Derek Rose had one vote. <laughs> Someone voted for Derek Rose. Embiid only had one. Chris Paul had two. And Giannis had one vote. Did you see that Tom Thibodeau won Coach of the Year? Yep. Old Tibbs. I had York a... Knicks fact about that apparently he's the only coach to win coach of the year in his first season with a team twice he did it with the bulls and then he did it with the knicks now nice nice see see that's what i expect out of him though like he's he kind of got run out of town like but at first he'll be yeah he'll be good. but eventually he'll get run out of new york as well <laughs> well i mean he just kind of got the raw end of the deal when he went to the timberwolves and they just weren't doing anything he even tried like he had d rose again Taj, and then he had Jimmy, exactly. and then that didn't work. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm it glad he was able to make it work. Fit. 
that organization, like, I don't know what's what's it going to take to get them over the hump, you know, even into the playoffs. The Timberwolves? Yeah. Oh, I know, man. I mean, we were just talking last week about them sending D'Angelo Russell to the playoffs, like to the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, know, to like, see what it was like. Like, that's cold-blooded. <laughs> I also saw something here about the shortened season um, having a huge impact on player injuries. Apparently, yeah. um, apparently it was something like the data was showing, what is it, 5.1 injuries or players, what was it? The average number of players sidelined per game due to injury was 5.1. And that's the highest it's been since they started tracking it back in 2009. And they're, they're saying that the health and safety protocols had nothing to do with that because it doesn't include those players that miss games for health and safety protocols. Yeah. So it was straight. They're thinking really to do with the shortened offseason, the, like the how quick all these games were played, all the hamstring injuries, all the things like that, you know. I mean, it makes sense. Right. It I just really thought that sense. was interesting because the Lakers had, like, no offseason at all. Same with Miami. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, it sucks because, I mean, you saw AD get hurt. I mean, you saw a lot of people get hurt this season, like mm-hmm. what you said. And, I mean, it's just – it's even worse now because there's guys that were already hurt coming back from injury that are getting hurt again in the playoffs, like James Harden now, exactly. who's out for game two that they said after going out within, like, the first minute of game one. That's the but, same injury that kept him out for a month Yeah, already, you know. Yeah, so who knows – what's going on there they said it was just like hamstring tightness or something mm-hmm. they didn't really specify but i mean it's not like they really need him right now i mean they're dropping 40 like they're up by 40 points on the bucks where we thought the bucks were going to be bullying them around so i exactly. mean exactly we were completely wrong about that completely speaking, wrong speaking of that's we can slide right into that like the nets and the bucks the nets are already up to nothing Looking like they're going to sweep them right out of the playoffs and be sitting there waiting in the Eastern Conference Finals for Atlanta or Sixers. Exactly. Probably the Sixers. It's going to look like. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I think Atlanta can beat them, but I think Brooklyn's going to storm through whoever they play in the Conference Finals. Yeah, it's really looking like it. And then maybe just have Harden come back in the finals. (laughs) Great. Great. Against whoever. Against whoever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> whoever, it doesn't matter. They're probably winning the damn chip. Right, but I do think, I honestly think Atlanta wins the series with Philly. Okay. Okay. And then I think the Clippers are probably going to beat Utah in a seven-game series. It'll probably really? go to the wire. And then um, I hope Phoenix moves on and beats Denver as well, because I'd like to see Phoenix, like, I don't know. There's something about it. Like I was saying, I would like, like to see even Phoenix when I was watching finals, them man. beat my Lakers, I was excited seeing them play because they were nice, you know. So yeah, and I mean, and they looked even like just as nice in that game one. Right. Um, I mean, CP3 came out balling. He was hooping. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, um, I do have some other stuff here. Um, as far um, it says the Knicks have interest in getting Kelly Oubre, who okay. was on the Warriors. Um, so I mean. Warriors are probably looking to stack up this offseason, I'm sure. They're trying to look to get somebody else. Right. Like at least some other addition in there, whether it's depth or not, you know, because like you're going to have Steph Curry healthy, Clay Thompson healthy, hopefully Draymond Green's fully healthy. So why not? Like they would have every opportunity to win the championship next year. 
Exactly. And, I mean, they really need – I mean, they were on the cusp of the playoffs this year, but, man, they really need Clay Thompson back. Yeah. If they, like, they need him to play at least into the playoffs if they're going to, like, try to make a run for it. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I feel the same. Uh, apparently, Luca said he's going to join the Slovenian team for the Olympics, and he says he's going to have no offseason, no vacation. <laughs> no, vacation. <laughs> no vacation. And, like, apparently, they asked him about signing a max deal with the Mavs, and he's saying, what do you think? <laughs> so, I mean, it's looking like he's going to be sticking around. Now it's up to them to build around him. Exactly, exactly. Um, interesting stat here. Um, none of the eight teams in the playoffs have won since the playoffs expanded in 1984. They've never won a chip since 1984. I have an interesting stat for you. Same one. But 37 last championships. You know, so it's been 37 years since any of these teams. Have, you know, or I know exactly what you're going to say. Because <laughs> I had this written down, too. What? Go ahead. About uh, every... Every finals has had a teammate that played with Shaq. No, I wasn't going to say that, but I did know oh. that. I was going to say, like, <laughs> it's it's going to be a new champion in the first time in, like, 37 years, like, of, of like, this group of teams that have oh, won it. Oh, see, I know. didn't see that. That's crazy. The lone team, Dallas was the lone team still alive to have won one of the NBA's past 37 championships. Okay. Okay. So, like. None of these teams have won any of the past 37 championships. So wow. that's what it's like a whole new field of eight, pretty much. But yeah. It goes back even further. Like, none of these teams have won uh, 47 of the last 49, 68 of the last 74. Like, yeah. you know, what I, so it's like, it's it's great. It's great to see this crop of teams in here. You know, no Lakers, no, no Celtics, no. It's refreshing. Spurs, no Warriors, no Heat. Yeah, and I mean, I I actually posted something about it on Twitter the other day where there was a lot of people, a lot of Twitter people and a lot of even pundits kind of complaining about that, about not having big market teams in the playoffs and saying, oh, it's going to hurt the NBA. But man, I think I think it's refreshing. I think this yeah. is what the NBA needs in a way is like you want to see these other teams compete, you know, for I mean, it, of course, it's great to see like these top teams like LeBron and the Lakers battling out with who knows, like another great team. But man, I like seeing some of these smaller market teams like the Suns, man. Like when were the last time the Suns were in competition for the, the chip? So exactly. I, mean, I would love to see that happen. Exactly. I think it's a great thing too. Even like being a Lakers fan, I, I'd love to see, I love the stat like this. Like it's going to be the yeah. first time for any of these teams in 37 years, like the, like stuff like that. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, going off your 37 years, though, um, 37 straight seasons, uh, a former Shaq teammate is going to the finals. <laughs> so is that continuing? <laughs> yeah, that's continuing this year. Um, apparently the three this year are Rajon Rondo, Danny Green, and Jeff Green. All right, all right. So that's the Clippers. <laughs> uh, uh, the Sixers. Sixers. And Jeff Green... Oh, man. Is he on I, the Nets? I hope he's on the Nets. I think he's on the Nets. I don't think the Sixers or the <laughs> Clippers yeah. are good. So, <laughs> I hope the streak continues, man. Yeah, Nets. So, yeah, it's probably it looks probably going to be Jeff Green in there. But, man, right. that's a crazy thing. Is It's like every finals has had someone play with Shaq. I mean, Shaq's been around. <laughs> he's been so many teams. Like I remember seeing that picture of him in all the different jersey colors, and like he's been every single color of the rainbow. So, yeah, and the rainbow he, Shaq. 
Mm-hmm. Every single <laughs> color. All these different jerseys. Doesn't even matter. Um, I think... Let me see if this is... A, uh, Gary Payton apparently is a new head coach at Lincoln University. Okay. He's head coaching. So that's pretty cool. That's going to be cool. Yep. And the last bit of news I have... Oh, two, two things here. Um, Orlando Magic fired head coach Steve Clifford. So, wow. I mean, Magic are in disarray already. Yeah. Uh, they just traded, like, all their stars or all their good players this past this season I don't so know i mean who's gonna take that job not gonna be jason kidd they're heading for a full rebuild like yeah. it's, it's it's gonna be rough it's already been rough for a while in orlando <laughs> but it's gonna be even rougher at least darren gordon got out of there yep uh <laughs> and vooch and vooch um but this is the first finals without steph or lebron since 2010 damn that's the last thing I have here. We'll we'll leave off the NBA with with that note. Damn, <laughs> it's been eleven years since we've had neither LeBron of them or Steph in the finals. It's gonna be fresh. Here we go. Yeah, so that's that's pretty crazy, man. And I'm looking forward. So, what were your predictions on the rest of these series here? For the rest of the series here, I got Phoenix beating Denver in six. Oh, okay. okay. Even though they're down one nothing now. I got the Clippers beating Utah in seven. That's probably going to be a seven-game series. Brooklyn's going to win in four. And then Atlanta's going to win in six. Ooh. So that's what I'm, I'm going to call. Here, I'll write it down, too. Utl six. Brooklyn. What's your picks? Um... I think the Nets are going to sweep the Bucks. <laughs> that right off the bat, I think they're going to sweep the Bucks. Um, Suns are going to beat the Nuggets in six games. That's what I think. Six games. Um, I think the Seventy Sixers are probably going to win that series against the Hawks in seven. Okay. Um. And I think I'll, I'm going to go against you on this one, too. I think the Jazz are going to end up beating the Clippers. Okay. Um, and I can see that going to seven games. Gotcha. So I, I wrote all those down for our second-round predictions here. Nice. Nice. Um, but, yeah, that's all the NBA news I have. you have anything else there, Vern? Uh, nothing Nothing else to add there. You, pretty, you covered pretty much everything else that I had, like Joker, and we went over Tom Thibodeau, so we're good to go. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll kind of move on to some NFL news. Uh, biggest news of of the week here: Julio Jones is now a Tennessee Titan. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, man, I know that you were really hoping that it was he was going to go to your your Patriots. Um, apparently, they were like really in like negotiations for him. Um, but I guess the thing that fell out with the Patriots and the Falcons were like. The money situation is who's right. going to take on how much money. We were pretty much not going to budge on the fact that we wanted them to take on some of the contract. And I saw there was a but like once they they weren't willing to budge, we just yeah. kind of backed out of the whole thing. So they they said the Patriots were realistically out of it early. They just didn't really know that, you know. Like the media doesn't know that always, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I, I wish I would have known that. <laughs> um, the Falcons got a 2022 second round pick and a. Uh, a four in 2023 mm-hmm. and they give their six in 2023 um and the titans right. got julio which like begs the question 
why didn't like 25 other teams outbid the Titans for and this? That's dude? what I'm saying. Like, like they were just like, God, no, like, unless they got their eyes on another player or they're like, unless it was like really the money, money situation, elsewhere. but yeah, right. but like. If that's all it took for Julio, man, I feel like a ton of teams are probably kicking themselves. I saw rumors talking about Bill Belichick's holding out for like Odell and shit like that. And, oh. like, I don't know though. It's just it's just interesting. But it's just it's just <laughs> but um, I did see that. Yeah, and apparently Julio is gonna be wearing number two. Cool. Okay. Was he it's wearing been, that in college? At Alabama? I think he might have been wearing eight, I saw before. Okay. But, yeah, I guess he's going to two because um, the other dude on the Titans, the other wide receiver. A.J. Brown. He has 11, and apparently he offered it to him. He's like, you can have my number, and he's like, nope, don't worry about it. I, exactly. I got to. Um, like, ah. Yeah, um, and uh, some news out of the NFL also. Um, it's nothing official, but all signs are pointing to the NFL and NFLPA keeping in place the 2021 uh, in 2021, several of the last year's COVID-related changes to roster rules, including including unlimited faster return from IR in 16-man practice squads. So pretty much they're thinking about just having the IR where you can just pretty much put people on and bring them off whenever, I guess. Right. That'd be pretty cool. You know, I mean, it kind of eliminates the whole purpose of the injury reserve, I guess. But like. <laughs> It would still be able to, you would still have a roster spot free up, you know, so it helps you in the long run. But yeah, kind of like, I, I don't know, it's just weird that you could put someone on there now. It's like fantasy football where you can put them on and take them off, put them on and take them off, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. I now that I think about it, it does kind of, it is weird. It kind of is like, what's the point of injured reserve then? Unless it's like. I guess it's there just so you can like have so, a roster spot. Right. You know? It still makes sense as far as that goes. So yeah, it's just but that like, means you're just gonna have to just move somebody either to the practice squad or release them within right. like one week. Which they <laughs> or something whatever. Um NFL will also be gauging interest soon with German cities to possibly host games in the future. Okay. Um, nothing is set yet, but the NFL has been has been seeing great growth in Europe with its UK series, which resumes with two games in London this fall, and Germany could be next. Interesting. I wonder like where we'll be in twenty years with that. Like we got NFL games in Tokyo, like NFL games in yeah. Hong Kong, like you know, like that'd be so crazy. Think, and then maybe like if if it gets that big, maybe start seeing some like maybe international teams. Yeah. Who knows? Like and then the league, we'll see another merger. Oh my god! <laughs> well, hopefully we live it long enough to see. Then a, it will be like the world merger. championship, the world Super league Bowl. versus the NFL, like you know, and then that'll be the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh, dude, that would be nuts. That'd be crazy. Then you'd have to have all the NFL fight just to get to that one team to play whoever battles it out for. Like, that'd be wild, man. Because like, that would be the playoffs. That'd be awesome. That would be the playoffs, and then I don't know. Would it still be the Super Bowl, or would you have to like do something different if that happened? It would be the World Bowl the world. or something like that. Like, <laughs> make the M- MLB change the World Series so it can be like the World. <laughs> and world then they'll Series just they'll stop caring about Super Bowls like they stopped caring about World Championships back in the day. Yeah, and then I'll be like, oh, the Eagles won a Super Bowl <laughs> back, and they're like, oh yeah, but you ain't win none of these World Chips. <laughs> All over again, all over again. Because when we didn't have any Super Bowls, it was like, hey, we have like three or four uh, 
championships. And they're like, well, they don't count. We had Super Bowl era now. <laughs> that's the logic though realistically <laughs> like that's where we would be if that were to happen exactly people were like well it was just the super bowl like <laughs> tom brady only has like eight of them or ten of them at what oh at this God. point but he didn't beat the world yeah know, he didn't he beat did. the world what did tom brady do he didn't beat the world <laughs> tom brady go come out of retirement at like 50 just to try <laughs> to win a world championship just to say that he did it probably will too <laughs> Um, another news here, uh, ex-Colts DB Malik Hooker visited the Steelers. Um, okay. No deal has been done as of yet that I've seen, but apparently he visited them. That's, that's going to help them out a little bit. Somebody visited the Patriots facility, too. Oh, who was that? I didn't see that. Chris Hogan. Oh, bringing him back, eh? Nope, he just was coming around looking at, oh. like, <laughs> talking to coaches, like, talking to personnel stuff. He's, he's trying to join that lacrosse league. He's just hanging out. <laughs> yeah, I was reading up on the article because I clicked on it because I was like, they're like, Chris Hogan is reliving glory days at Gillette Stadium. And I was like, Because I remember us talking about him going to play in like that lacrosse league. Yeah, he was, was just like, visiting. Oh, he's back visiting with the Patriots. Who knows? Bill got well, something off the sleeve. Literally just visited. So they're talking about like he, he was just talking to coaches and stuff. And okay. like, there was no workouts or anything like that. It was just him coming around this, to the facility for the day. That's pretty cool. Apparently, that's what Andrew Luck does from time to time with the Colts. Oh, oh shit, cool. Apparently, he pops in every now and then. And probably gives Jim Mersey a heart attack every single time. <laughs> he's like, yeah. like hey, uh, Andrew's here. Like, he's here. He's here. <laughs> like, it's about time, my boy. And he's like, like oh, no, no, no I just no. came to visit, man. He's like, oh, <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> what are you here for? Uh, apparently multiple assistant coaches are refusing vaccines and will be barred from field and meeting rooms in the NFL. Yeah. And apparently they're saying, they're, they're saying that like anybody that doesn't have the vaccine, you're welcome, but you're going to be going through the same restrictions and same protocols you were last season. Like nothing's going to be relaxed, but like, Hey, you got the vaccine. You can come and go as you please. (laughs) But apparently like coaches, I don't do it. Like you're out, like you could work here, but you're not going to be interacting with anybody type of thing yeah we're still keeping you away from everybody yeah um a a crazy little stat here um and 74 of games that matt stafford has played with has won with the lions 38 of them required a game-winning drive (laughs) listen i know i kind of talk shit i did talk shit on matt stafford before but i did also talk about how clutch he was and like how one of my favorite NFL moments is that like NFL films clip where he's just it's like hut hut at the end of the game and he gets tackled and he gets injured and he comes out for one yeah. play and then there's like a timeout or something so he ends up not even coming out he comes back in and he throws a game winning touchdown like he's like that's... laying on the sideline where mm-hmm. he's like hurt <laughs> but the camera is on him the entire time like you know so like it's just so cool to see that you know and he actually went out there he's like no that will coming out and then he went out and threw the touchdown <laughs> won the game for him and then as soon as he threw it he was like talk like i remember you sent me that video because mm-hmm. i don't think i remember hearing about it at one point i didn't see it and i remember you sending that to me it's a it's a great piece of nfl history right there exactly man. just that's how <laughs> that's why i like it because it was it's just a great piece of that NFL history, tough. right um the ongoing saga of juan james is still continuing 
Um, former Broncos offensive tackle Juwan James filed his grievance <laughs> seeking $15 million, um, hints at possible collusion between the league and the team. Well, and he, he has since signed with the Ravens. The Ravens signed him now. How could the league and the Broncos be responsible for him hurting himself off team like campus? That I don't know. That's like I, we talked about before is like, I feel like he's fighting a losing battle here. Like, dude, right. you signed a deal. Like, I understand it's a stupid rule. We're like, yeah, right. you're working for the job, but you're still off the facility. We type. both, like, agree with the players where they're like, this is dumb. How are we supposed to work out? You know, but at the same time, if you sign a contract that says if you get hurt, not on the facility, then this, then that's what happens. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not like it was I, something I feel weird. like there has to be something they're not showing, like, the media where there's, like, there's no definition of like, oh yeah, you're working for your job, or like, like I don't know, maybe there's like no clear picture that says like, oh, if you're working for like to improve for the season or something, I don't know. Yeah, that's I don't know weird. if there's something. There has to be something in there that's like gave him and his lawyer something like, all right, we got may have a case here or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Maybe there's we'll something see. in the fine print. See what happens because it keeps going. Um, but yeah, he has since signed with the Ravens now. Okay. Um, so, I mean, who knows if he's going to make the team there, but apparently they signed him, um, and he's went through the physical and everything. So, okay. who knows what's going to happen there. But, I mean, at least he found another team. He's not off on, on the streets still. Right, right. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but this is a pretty crazy story. Um, the U.S. Navy has denied rookie cornerback Cameron Kinley's request to, to delay his commission to play in the NFL. The agency that re- represents him has said in a statement. Um Kinley, a Naval Academy graduate, is not permitted to appeal the decision. Exactly. And he's supposed to play for the Bucks. He can't even appeal it. So, like, he's got to rely on some other counsel to, like, overturn it, you know? So Yeah. Um, did you see the letter that he put out? Yeah, I read it. Where he's, like, say it's, like, there was, like, four other dudes within, like, not in the Navy, but within military branches that were given the go-ahead. One on go the Eagles. And... Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It's, it's like, it's why? Weird, yeah, why? I mean, why can't he? Like he was working so hard to do this, you know, in college, high school. But like, I don't know, man. It's why? <laughs> exactly. Like, why can't he just do his service in a couple years? You know, at least let him try to start his NFL career. Because if he comes back injured or something, then he's not going to be able to do this at all. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that that sucks, man. Especially mm-hmm. like you were going to play for the Bucks. Right. Like you you had a possibility at a Super Bowl. <laughs> you play with Tom Brady. Um, but yeah, another saga that's continuing is the Aaron Rodgers saga. Um, fresh news. Training camp started today for the Packers, and Aaron Rodgers is a no-show. <laughs> and this wasn't the OTAs. I'm pretty sure this was the mandatory camp. Mandatory camp, um, exactly. And he's officially a holdout, declared. Um, they can fine him 93000 if he misses all three days of mini camp, um, a small sum since he's already jeopardized a 500,000 workout bonus by missing OTAs. I oh, mean, it's up to yeah. the Packers whether they want to find him or not. Um, but he's officially um, a holdout as of right now. Um, Devontae Smith and all the other wide receivers showed up. So, I mean, everybody came through except OAA Ron. So, I mean. It makes sense, though. I didn't think he was going to. Yeah, and I mean it's it's it was all hearsay before, but now it's like reality. Now it's real. Where he's like, he all right, Aaron's not coming in, right. and uh, 
they asked LaFleur about it today, and he just said, all he said was, it is what it is. <laughs> that is. They're like, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers not showing up? It is what it is. And it's, oh, man, like, these dudes worried. Apparently, Jordan Love's not doing well at all. I saw that practice. as well. Um, he had, like, a two-minute drill, and he just, he did terrible, I guess. Um, apparently, Trevor Lawrence didn't do too well today. Apparently, he, like, he was having some stiffness in his shoulder. And he came out and he threw two pick sixes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh-oh. But, I mean, it's training camp. It's OTAs. It's training camp. But I want to – apparently Jared sidham has been on fire, but I don't want to hear nothing of it. I'm tired of hearing about Jared <laughs> Sidham. Well, I did see that, like, Cam, like, hurt his hand. Apparently nothing was broken. That was good. Yeah. But, yeah, that apparently he was out for a little bit. Like, he wasn't practicing fully. He should be fine, but they're saying he might not participate in any more training camp for now. Until, like, the mandatory – like, the actual training camp leading up right. to the season. Right. Um, this is a little intriguing. Uh, Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph said it's his goal to be the Steelers starting quarterback in 2022. <laughs> um, he said, that's my goal to be a starting quarterback in this league and for my team. So, I mean, does that, like, confirm that Roethlisberger's gone after this like season? Like he knows that like he Roethlisberger's going to retire. I feel like he wouldn't have said that. If like, if Roethlisberger was planning right? on coming back, because if he was just planning on beating him out for the job, he would try to say this year, you know. Yeah, so I mean, as far as that happens, I don't think it's gonna happen. I could see Dwayne Haskins winning that starting role over yeah. Mason Rudolph. We'll see. At least it'll be a competition. Yeah, true, true. Alex will have to deal with a QB competition for the first time in a while. <laughs> yeah, I deal with it almost like every couple <laughs> years. Um. <laughs> Man, the 49ers are having a terrible, terrible luck, man. Last year, they had their whole team injured for, like, the whole season. And it's happening again before the season even starts. Really? Yeah. Um, 49ers um, offensive tackle Justin Skull tore his ACL during Monday's practice. And safety Tarverius Moore tore his Achilles during the same practice. Oh, my God. Two season-ending injuries for the 49ers in one day. That's terrible, and that was just – this is June. Yeah, and I think a week or two ago I said about one of their other players getting hurt. But I don't think I don't think he's out for the season, but I think he's out for a while. But, yeah, the 49ers already off to a bad start. Man, that sucks. I hate to see it. I hate to see it happen to the same team again, you know. Yeah, for they sure. They were in the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, and look what happened. I mean, and it's mostly this – I wouldn't say the same roster, but most of the same guys. Yeah, and it's just they can't can't stay healthy since that Super Bowl was like a curse or something. <laughs> um, Broncos athletic trainer Steve Greek um, Antonopoulos is retiring after 45 seasons with the team. Damn. He is believed to be the longest tenured trainer with one team in NFL history. And Greek is the only person to be a part of all eight Broncos Super Bowl appearances. <laughs> nice. That's pretty cool. <laughs> this dude That's a cool been story. around. This dude looked mean too. He got a big, like old, just big old mustache. Um, shout out to that dude! What a career, man! He's all he's been a part of eight Super Bowls in forty-five years with one team. That's he's loyalty. Everything change in e- one yeah, franchise. Everything. Dude got to see Peyton Manning come and, and win a Super Bowl. John Elway. John Elway. Um, but that's all the NFL news that I have. That's not. Save for the bias bubble. Here. I had one thing that uh, you didn't hit on, and I didn't think you would. 
Uh, Dak Prescott will be a full go at. Training oh, I didn't camp. see. That. I saw. I knew, he was, <laughs> I knew he was a full go for the season. I didn't know he was full go for training camp. Yeah, I missed that. He's supposedly uh, going to be a full go for training camp. So that's one thing that I'm actually very excited <laughs> to see. Is that wasn't Prescott. on purpose? I hey. I know I'm biased. I don't like the Cowboys, but hey, it's our job and it's my job to report on all the NFL news. So I, I wouldn't <laughs> hold that information back just because I like the Cowboys. Okay, but that's literally <laughs> the only thing I, I got to talk about the Sixers on here, and I hate the Sixers. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but, but yeah, right. not NFL news, but um, football news. Oh, Alabama extended Nick Saban's contract through the 2028 season. Saban has led Alabama to six national championships over the last 12 years. And he's going to be like 80-something out here <laughs> winning well, national championships. Bill Belichick turned 70 this year. Next year, I forget, he's 69 right now. So, mm-hmm. like, how much longer? That's one thing I wanted to hit on in my bias bowl. But I'm glad Nick Saban's going to be sticking around. Because as much as I hate him sometimes, where I'm like, oh, he's an amazing coach. He's a, the Bill Belichick of college football. So Yeah. So, I mean... I'm sure the college football teams and college football fans are just like, damn it, we got to deal with Nick Saban around here in Alabama. But, I mean, I'm sure even if he left, they'd find somebody in, and Alabama's still going to be, like, that school to go to. Exactly. They would still find somebody. Like Ohio State. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, that's all that I have as far as the other news. We can kind of roll into um, the NHL here, okay. um, the playoffs we'll that are going exactly. on. Um, as of right now, the Lightning are up three to one on the Hurricanes. Um, there is, they are playing as of right now. I don't believe the game is over. Um, but the Golden Knights um, are tied two to two with the Avalanche. Um, the Islanders are up three to two on the Bruins as of last night. I know. No bueno. <laughs> and the Canadians already won their series against the Jets. They swept them. Right. How's Vegas doing? Vegas are two to two. Okay, they the came tie. back because they were down two nothing, right? Yeah, as of right now, they're actually losing two nothing in the second. Oh man! So they might be down three to two. Um, the Lightning actually won, so actually they they just closed out their series. Um, okay. The Lightning are moving on. They beat the Hurricanes. So I mean, who knows here? We'll have to see what happens with the Golden Knights and the Avalanche, um, and the Islanders and the Bruins. The Islanders can close that series up here. Next game. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty crazy. Um, So, I mean, NBA's getting there, but NHL, man, it's, it's going so fast as of right now. About I feel. The third round. Yeah. They're, they're, they're coming up here soon. Um, And I did have here the hurricanes and the lightning combined for eight goals in the second period the other night. Um, Yeah. Eight goals, dude. In one period. That's wild. Uh, But yeah, that's all the NHL stuff. That's a, there's nothing really exciting. There's no really storylines that are going on as of right now. Right. Um, but I mean, of course, we're going to talk about it. There's playoffs happening. Um, <laughs> but I do have just a little bit of outsider news. There's some golf news I know that you probably saw here. Okay. Um, John Ram, or Ram finished his third round of the Memorial Tournament with a six-stroke lead. And the PGA Tour officials told him he had tested positive for COVID, and they pulled him from the tournament. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I didn't actually see that. Yeah, he had a six-stroke lead. And they're just like, hey, man, you test positive. we got to get you out of here. And they straight, like, they pulled him out instantly. So he, <laughs> he doesn't even get to finish, so he's... he's Nope, he's done. He's out. Wow. After leading by six strokes, dude, I'd be so mad. 
having one of your best performances ever. Man, I'm, I'm on fire today. <laughs> He's like, like, I got COVID right now. Get him out of here. <laughs> I was like, what, what are you guys doing? <laughs> they just grabbed Maybe that was the sports bookies. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, just, yeah, like FanDuel and like, they're like, He's fucking up all our bets. We got to get him out of there. Got to get him out of here. Got to falsify a positive test. Got to talk about how this one dude in Montana somehow bet 50 grand on you <laughs> with 1,000 and nothing odds to win. And he's about to get $15 million if we don't pull you. Like. Bro, I bet that's what happened. And like, we got to get somebody to like have a positive, find a positive test, put his name on it. Switch, switch him at the lab. Oh, we can't God. have this happen. They, they just said like, I just imagine them coming in and like, we got to get you out of here. They just, Throw a bag over his head and pull him like, out. <laughs> what? <laughs> they like tase him. That's crazy. <laughs> um, but that's actually all the news that I have as of okay. as of right now, except for the bias bubbles stuff here. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. I mean, we can roll into that, man, if you want. Here, if you, if, I know you have a lot of stuff. You said for the Patriots, at least. Yeah, for, for both of them here. Uh, so the Lakers lost four to two to the Suns, as we were talking about. Yeah, getting destroyed. Uh, LeBron, first time ever losing in the first round ever in his career, yeah. but he is getting old, you know. So I mean, that is what it is. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't a hundred percent either. I mean, it's, I know the ankle was bothering him. AD was out. Exactly. Had but no help. It don't make it don't make anything better. Making excuses. They That's they true. lost. That's you know, true. so definitely don't want to make any excuses. But like, I heard people talking about the short turnaround and all this, but like. Eh, like, eh, eh, yeah, you know what I mean? It is what it is. Like, you're still in the profession, you know, all these people are working just as hard as you. So, yeah, they're just, they work, word is good. Word is good this year, you know. Markeith Morris wants to re-sign with the Lakers. I thought that oh, was pretty okay. okay. Him and Wesley Matthews apparently are very adamant about wanting to return. Uh, but people like Kuzma, Schroeder... Caruso. I saw something about Schroeder saying that he he wants to run it back, and I was like, the question is, does the Lakers want to run it back the with Lakers Schroeder? Want to run it back because after like, him turning down that initial offer, they're probably going to throw way less money at him this time. Yeah. To to resign, you know, and but, for a good uh, reason too. Right, but this is the third time in NBA history that neither of the finalists from the previous year are in the final eight. Um, I was like, damn, so bubble basketball, man. Charles oh, Barkley might basketball. be right. But <laughs> he might be right about something. You want to want to hear some interesting shit? Apparently, next year is the last year that we'll be paying Luau Dang. We owe him five million dollars still. Still, so he's, he's still on your books. <laughs> I found this when I was doing my research. Say he's been retired for a minute. He's for still a couple years. Luau Dang, five million dollars, and that last year or next year will be the last year we pay him that. Um, so then he'll be off the books. Wow. But, um, like you were saying, Jason Kidd wants to. Looks like it's either going to be Portland or Boston. Even though I didn't know that he came out and said he wasn't yeah. looking for so Portland. Yeah, it's looking there. like Boston unless they find somebody else. Right. So it's probably going to be Boston. And then I had the what if here of if Dame gets traded to the Lakers, and then oh, I just, I just uh, can't take bro. it seriously because there's I like I'm doing research and there's no way it actually. I don't know happens. how you go do it. Exactly. You, you're not gonna have any other players on the team. You'll just have AD, Braun, and Damian. It's literally just like a a, a dream matchup. It, there is no there's no way it could happen. You know. So I just thought that was interesting to think about. That would be wild, man. 
if if there was a way to get those three on a team together, that's Wait. like like the Nets, you know. <laughs> but as far as the Lakers or as far as the Patriots, Bill Belichick, like I said, sixty nine years old, going strong. His, they were talking to um, some of his kids, like who are coaches and stuff on the team, yeah, about like what they think about if he's showing any signs of slowing down in his routine or anything. And they're like, no, not at all. He's been fine. He's been coaching just as normal and I'm great. sure. You know, I'm sure Bill, the type of person that Bill is, I'm sure that he's welcoming the challenge. He's <laughs> like, he, I'm sure he loves this where he's like, all right, I have to build this roster to compete. And like, he's, I'm sure he's all about it right he's now. He's third all time on the wins list, trying to pass Don Shula for all time. You know, yeah. and he would need to play probably realistically four or five more seasons to pass him, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, that's not out of the question. I could see right. him coaching that long. Back in 2006, he was asked about a former mentor that he had was coaching yeah. into his 70s, um, and Bill Belichick was asked about it, and Bill Belichick was like, I'm, "There's no way I'll be coaching into my 70s," and that was in 2006. So like that's we're we're here. He turned 70. <laughs> we're here. So, like we'll see what happens, but they're saying like he's got like he just doesn't seem like the same. Like he's not going to retire. He's not going to just suddenly retire. Like unless they win a Super Bowl when he rides off in the sunset. But if Mac Jones is actually a franchise quarterback for the future, then why not? You know, yeah. he's, he's got all of his pieces. He's got Matt Patricia back in the office doing things. Like, why not just keep he it going? He kind of has motivation. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm rebuilding this roster. Um, kind of got something to prove a exactly. little once again. He hasn't had that in a while where he's like, all right, we went in, we went in Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. Where do I do now? Have a bad season. Saw what that's like for like the first time in a while right. he's like all right now i'm gonna go out with all this money and build the best roster that i can and just make a run at it and rub it in tom's face rub it in tom's face he, re- he rubbed it in mine last he, year exactly I'm rubbing it his this year he's gotta give it back it's ridiculous <laughs> but speaking of the belichick if you had to guess going into this season where would you rank him as far as the coaches head coaching rank rankings here where would you rank bill belichick going into the season you mean just out of the top, out of all 32 teams, like current coaches? Yep, just like where would you rank them going strictly into the season? I put them in the top 10. Where? <sighs> That's hard. That means that I got to think about who I'd put in the top 10 now so to see where I put in. Because I would put like Andy Reid. All right. Uh, Andy Reid is number one on this list. Andy Reid is number one? Yep. Number two, John Harbaugh. Okay. okay. Number three is where I completely disagree. Is it LaFleur? Yes. That's what I was questioning. Because I would put him in the top ten. Not number three. Not number three. Because I'm like, it's, it's LaFleur, but I'm sure a ton of that is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> right. We'll see this year. <laughs> Maybe that's what Aaron Rodgers is trying to prove. Like, Maybe. this is not LaFleur. This is me. Maybe. But number four was Sean McDermott. Uh, okay. With Buffalo. Number McVay. five. Number five is Sean Payton. Okay. Oh, okay, New Orleans Saints. They had Belichick number six. Six. The audacity. I would put Bill Belichick at least number two. <laughs> I would put him definitely higher. Put him in front of Lafleur. Put him in front of McVeigh. Wasn't on there, right? No, McDermott and Peyton. I'd put him in front of Peyton. So maybe, maybe just move him up to four because you yeah. take four I'd down. I put him in the top five. Okay. Yeah, four. But I, I, I respect I, that. Yeah. 
I just yeah. thought that was very interesting that they had Matt LaFleur number three and Bill Belichick at number six. Like, yeah, I wouldn't put LaFleur that high. Like, I know they went to, to two straight conference championships, but, man, you got uh, the bad man Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. pretty much calling the shots under right. center and doing what he wants to do. Right. But, um, anyway, did you see that Jay-Z and Meek Mill gifted my boy Robert Kraft? With I the- did. I, I want to know how they worked this out. Did somebody like Venmo the other like they're part of the money? How did they how did they divvy up all this money here? I don't know, man. How did they find this bet? How do, I want to know how they coordinated this. It's it's I'm more interested interested in the coordination of it than apparently it was impossible to get this thing in the first place. Like for even Robert Kraft, he was like, we were trying to get this and we couldn't. How did he even get it? Like so, if this billionaire couldn't get the car, how did Meek Mill and Jay Z like? No well, people. I, they got connections. But for his birthday, he got Maybe that they had it car. I thought that was cool because I, I was that riding. Is really cool, I I told you I went to Westchester like a couple weeks ago for work, and like I was just thinking about like Meek Mill because I was like closer to Philly, and I was like, it's cool how even though Meek's a Philly fan, he's real cool with Robert Kraft. Like I, that's just one of the random things I was thinking about in my it car. It is weird. Home. You know, he's like super cool with Robert Kraft. It is really weird. <laughs> but um. And then I see this, and I'm like, see, they're still obviously Meek is still fucks with Robert Crab. Like he, him, and Jay Z. I want to know how up. they got. Like, was it? I wonder if it was Jay Z that got him hooked up. It might have been because Robert Kraft, I think, had a lot to do with Meek getting out. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I remember like them hooking up like right after he got out. Right. I remember seeing the news that like they met up. It probably probably through Jay. Probably like Jay Z, like was talking to Robert Kraft about how. How to get Meek out of jail? Yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me, man. And they're but, like, Meek's like, I want to get, I need to, I owe this dude. I'm gonna get him like this rare ass car, Jay Z. I need your help. <laughs> I need your help. I need you to pull some strings. But um, the last thing I had here was that we brought in Marvin Hall, former Lions wide receiver for the Patriots. Oh. So we'll see if he makes the roster. But the wide receiver room is just getting bigger and bigger right now. Yeah, that's just camp body. See if you can make the team type exactly. thing. Exactly. Exactly. That's all I had for my bias bubble there. Okay. Um, as far as the Eagles go, um, they announced they've signed their draft picks. Uh, Devontae Smith, Milton Williams, Zach McPherson, Kenneth Gainwell. Um, they also signed some uh, pretty much all their draft picks except for that center they took in the second, uh, Landon Dickerson from mm. Alabama. Um, my guess is they're just trying to – my guess is they're waiting to pick up somebody and then signing them with the leftover money. That's right. my guess. Because um, they've been looking at Steven Nelson like crazy, apparently. Like the corner from Pittsburgh. Um, apparently they've been, they're looking to get him in the building, which I really hope happens. Um, but yeah, they signed um, all the draft picks. Devontae Smith, will, he signed his rookie 10th overall pick contract. Um, it is going to be four-year, 20-mil deal with a fifth-year option. Um, and he gets a signing bonus of 12 mil that's all guaranteed. Damn. And that's, that's just for being a t- that's for being a top 10 pick in the first round. Oh, yeah. My God. That's why you get all that money. Like, that's just like, that's just the NFL contracts, I guess. They have right. to have at least that. But yeah, 12 mil all guaranteed Damn. for Devontae Smith. This right dude up front. Yeah. So I know we got this dude for four years, five year, at least five years option. Mm-hmm. Team option. So, yeah, the team option. So, man, I might have to get me a Smith. I was planning on getting a Devontae Smith jersey here. Well, the next time we, get, well. we get some jerseys. Not as well. Um, apparently, 
I haven't seen too much on this, but this was a report from yesterday. I haven't seen anything on it since. Um, but there's an internal concern about Fletcher Cox's future with the Eagles. And it's based off of his work ethic. And since he's getting older, they're worried about him wanting to put every put his all into keeping in shape and keeping like his body going forward, you know, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like they're worried about him keeping up keeping in shape and keeping up with his health for, for years to come. So I haven't seen anything on that since that report. Fletcher Cox has made like a, a cryptic message, um, pretty much kind of somewhat that can be taken denying the report. So, I mean, it's rumors at this. So I'm, I'm not that worried about it. Off-season rumors. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Fletcher is a great, great piece of the defense, but he is getting up there. He has, I think, the biggest contract on the team. Mm. as of right now so i mean i i mean i've talked about it before i wouldn't be surprised if the eagles end up getting rid of fletcher cox eventually i yeah. mean i would hate to see it but i i don't i mean i wouldn't be surprised it's business yeah it's business um eagles tight ends coach jason michael said he talked with zach Ertz and he's kept in contact with him this spring um and Ertz was not a, a show at the voluntary spring practices but apparently they've been keeping in touch with him so okay. i don't know there's still no word. I haven't seen any trade rumors since. So, I mean, it might be looking like he's going to be on the roster come this season. See if he reports. Yeah, we'll see if yeah, yeah he can always hold out. Um, and the last thing I have here is Nick Sirianni at a press conference the other day after the last day of training camp of OTAs. Um, he was a bit late for the press conference um, because he was having a three-point contest against Greg Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, I was having a three-point contest because we were wide receivers. That's exactly, that's almost verbatim what he said. He's like, sorry about being a little late, guys. I was having a three-point contest with Greg Ward. Uh, he beat me. I'm not too happy about that, but I'm here. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's exactly that's what cool. he said, coming in. And I was like, this dude. just." <laughs> but, I mean, his, his press conference was like, it's new. Th- it's He's saying all the things he's been saying. Pretty much recently, just in a different way. Yeah. Uh, he's just pretty much preaching accountability, pre- uh, preaching uh, just professionalism, and pretty much competition. His thing is all about competition and competing to be the best thing that you are. Um, and I mean, he has nothing but great things to say about Jalen Hurts. He's pretty much all all but confirmed that he's the starter going right. into the without season. Saying it. Yeah, without saying it. Um, but he said that he's been such a natural leader. I mean, it seems like every time he asks Jalen a question, he says, Jalen already knows the answer. Like, yeah, this is where it's going to go. This is it. Like, he already has everything down. Um, and he's been working with Devontae Smith and Jalen Reger, who he thinks they're they're both going to ball out this season. He thinks Jalen Reger is going to have a great season. Um, there was a report that came out that Jalen Reger was fine twice last year. I didn't know this. Um, Jalen Reger was fined twice last year for playing overweight. What? Yeah. He was not he wasn't at the playing weight the Eagles expected him to be at twice last year and they find him. <laughs> Interesting. And I was like, I mean, there was a lot of rumors last year about Jalen Reger not giving his all and like mm-hmm. kind of like and I mean it's it's starting to show. I mean, now I'm guessing it, it's looking a little better. But um I'm excited. I mean this is all just OTAs talk and everything. There was nothing really. I mean, the whole team showed up, 
But I mean, I'm sure I'll see a lot more and there's going to be a lot more to learn come actual training camp time here right. at the end of next month. I think it's like the 27th. Once when, a lot more starts happening. When most of the, yeah, I think it's like all like 28 teams or 30 teams report on the 27th of next month. So, I mean, training camp's right around the corner and the season's right around the corner. Um, but yeah, I'm excited, man. Uh, I think Nick Sirianni is going to be really, really cool. Um, I mean, a lot of the players, the players have nothing but nice things to say about him. Uh, Devonte Smith was on record saying that he's like that. He, Nick Sirianni is that dude you want to fight for because he tries to make you the best. He right. fights. He wants you. He tries to bring out the best in you by seeing what you're doing. And he works to that. And he's like, that's the type of coach you want to play for. And I mean, apparently what Brandon Graham and Lane Johnson have said is like Nick Sirianni is like a mini, like young Andy Reid. <laughs> that's what they're saying um because i mean they i think they both were around during when andy reed was like right before he left brandon graham and lane johnson but man that that gives me a lot of good hope because man i it seems like he's a smart dude like he, his mind seems like he knows everything about the game i mean it's his first year as a head coach so that's like the only thing that maybe gives me a little pause but mm -hmm. who knows but man it's it's like like you said it's his first year so it gotta give him time to to grow exactly. and mess up exactly you got you gotta learn as you go learn from your mistakes right um but that's all the that's all the bias bubble news that i have nothing going on with the bulls nothing going on with the flyers as of right now um so i mean that that just leaves us one more thing Vern. oh yeah that's the crazy sports stat fact of the podcast and this one involves one of your expatriate boys okay who Oh, Randy Moss. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> Randy Moss scored 54 touchdowns in 28 games at Marshall and never played a college football game where he didn't score. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Like, even his first game, you know, he yeah. went out there and ball. <laughs> no, matter what no matter what college game you go into to see Randy Moss, you saw him score a touchdown or score in some way. That's amazing. Yeah. 54 touchdowns in 28 games. Imagine if you had an NFL wide receiver like a fantasy that you knew, you knew was good for at least one touchdown. <laughs> right. Every every that season. Dude would like go every like game. Top 10 in the NFL draft, uh, in the fantasy football draft every year, even with all the running backs and everything. Yeah. Every year you get him. Um, but yeah, that's crazy sports stat fact of the podcast, man. That's a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. I did have another one lined up, but I saw that like almost right before we came on. I was like, ooh. Old Randy Moss, that's a good one. I need to get an OG Patriots Randy Moss jersey. Yeah, dude, I would love to get a Terrell Owens Eagles yeah. jersey. I can't find them. Like, it's hard to find them. I can find Deshaun Jackson, which I would like to get a Deshaun one eventually. But I would like to get a T.O. one eventually. That'd be nice, too. Same way with Derek. I would like to get a Derek Rose Bulls jersey eventually. Oh, yeah. But they're hard to find right now unless I, like, go on and actually buy on NBA.com, spend the, the $150 for them. Right. But... It is what it is. I digress. Um, make sure to like and subscribe. Make sure to go check out all the other content we have to offer on the channel. Lots of new shows. Lots of new content coming out all every week. Um, and make sure to go to Twitter and follow us at Squad Pod Sports. And uh, yeah, we'll be here. We'll see everybody next week. Peace. Peace. Out. Peace.